This is Courage Cast. Faith, inspiration, and motivation for today. Well, hey, friends, this is Eric Nordoff, and you're listening to another episode of Courage Cast. It is so, so good to be with you guys again. And, and I'm really looking forward to, but I'm a little bit um, scared to talk about what I'm going to talk about next because it's, uh, it's quite vulnerable for me. But that's okay. That's what this is all about. Just a few seconds of courage is all it takes, and off we go. So let me just kind of summarize. Well, let me, let me tell the story uh, that I want to tell, and I'm going to keep names out of this uh, because it's particularly sensitive and it's still pretty raw for me. But uh, we, we talked about unglued in the midst of raw emotions, and that's certainly something that my wife and I experienced last week. Last week at the end of the week on Friday, we learned through a third party that some dear friends of ours who we had been very actively sharing with and, and openly talking about joining our doTERRA team, uh, had decided to go uh, with someone else. And, and that's, uh, that's, not the, that's not the full story, but there's more to the story in that, that, that they spent uh, the last four months without us even knowing uh, they spent um, researching, and they had some other relationships that um, that they uh, were able to make contact with that would be able to give them a greater opportunity to grow and be successful in DoTerra. And and you know what? That happens. That happens. And uh, it, it it was very hard to hear. It was in particularly. It was particularly hard to hear from a third party, not from them directly. And that, that's probably what hurt us the most uh, was that that happened. But I'm grateful, using the principles we talked about on Monday, I'm grateful that we didn't suppress those and we didn't just s- stuff those inside because that would have just been like a cancer to us and it would have it would have harmed us from the inside out had we left it there. I'm grateful that we confronted the issue. I'm grateful that we talked about it. Now, I talk about, talked about on Monday being the exploder by nature, and, and there were certainly bits of me that that had explosive elements in my first conversation with them, with our friends, but, but I really came very quickly to the point of after processing for a couple of days and having deep conversations and seeking out community in our life, I find it very interesting that all of the aspects of the conversations that I had with Elizabeth that, that I shared with you this week about her multiple sclerosis and the things she did. And I find it very interesting that the things in Unglued also played a major role. So I'm going to summarize my entire experience, my personal story, and also summarize what we learned this week. My main takeaways from this week. First of all, in uh, with Elizabeth's story, she was faced with a diagnosis of multiple sclerosis. Now, that is a scary thing to hear. 
But we always see in movies how someone just kind of found the resolve on their own to be able to overcome. And, and that's not what Elizabeth did. She went to her friends. She went to her family. She sought out community. She had community around her. She made that community and she openly expressed within reason what she was dealing with. And she sought out those people who could get around her and encourage her. And I'm sure there were people, and we didn't really dive into this, but I'm sure there were people that she had a difficult time with who didn't encourage her or who disappointed her, just as Chrissy had the same experience when she had Lyme disease. There were people that were on her side and there were people that that didn't quite understand and didn't really want to be in that conversation in that community. And that's just fine. You realize who you want to surround yourself with especially when you're dealing with adversity. But I love the fact that she was honest about her issues, and she still is. I've seen a Facebook Live that she's done recently where she talked about her issues, and, and the post, of course, that she wrote on her blog is, is all about being honest, but then surrounding herself with good community and good people that are going to speak life into her. That's so important. And it doesn't have to be many. It just has to be strong, loud voices that are speaking life into you. So may that be an encouragement to you. And we found the same thing in our trial on Friday and Saturday as we had, we have an amazing upline in our doTERRA business. We have amazing leaders who empathized with us and cared for us and spoke life into us and helped us to process because I'm an external processor. It really helped me to process, to talk to somebody about this issue. And what we came to the conclusion was that this really was the better decision for them, for these friends of ours. They, they really, if I had the same opportunity, I would have probably done it as well. But the thing that was missing was the communication, the honest communication and putting us first. And for that, they've apologized and we've forgiven them and we are moving on. Not to say that we're, we probably won't be as close as we were. But we're moving on, and we're, we're moving on because they're fellow believers just like we are, and we may have realized that we're not on the same pl- plane with things, and that's okay. You realize that in crucial conversations, but you can live in forgiveness. When you put Christ at the center of your life, uh, in the center of your soul, you can live and walk out forgiveness and reconciliation with other people. Um, the next thing that I took away, which was a major thing, was the antidote for despair is gratefulness. Elizabeth talked at length about gratefulness and thankfulness and starting out her day, finishing her day, and throughout the day, finding things and people and circumstances and issues to be thankful for, finding all the things in your life that you can be grateful for. Instead of focusing so much on the things that you aren't grateful for and the things that are going wrong in your life. And and she was very honest about this. She, she obviously, we all by our human nature will go to feeling sorry for ourselves. And there's a part to, that that plays. And we need to give room for other people who are still in that self pity mode to, to, to be in that for a little bit. We just need to give grace and give room for people to be in that. But at some point, Whenever it, the time is right, it's time to be take responsibility for the issue that you have and begin to speak out gratefulness. Even if you can't imagine finding a way to think, to feel that way, to feel grateful, you have to speak the truth of gratefulness before you can actually feel it. And so at some point when you're ready, start speaking gratefulness. And that's what we've 
been able to do. I was pretty down over the weekend. I, I was I was distraught. I was in despair about the situation with our friends. And I felt sorry for myself. I felt sorry for us. And I was angry at them. But I took some time to get away and hear from God and begin to get grateful and thankful for all the things that I have and, all, and the way that God is leading me uniquely, the way that God is leading Chrissy and I uniquely in our business, in our lives. And we came to a peace of knowing that this was the right thing for them and this is the right thing for us. So we're grateful for that. But even if you can't get grateful for the despair that you're in, you can start to think about all the other things that you can be grateful for. Because there, for the every one thing that you might not be grateful for, that you're upset about or feeling sorry for yourself about, I'm sure there are 10 or 20 things that you can think of that you can be grateful for. All right? And even when those things are looming, even if it's five or six things that are frustrating you right now, you can think, multiply Multiply that by 10 of things that you can be grateful for. So do that. And that's what I took away from my, the message and my conversation with Elizabeth. And then finally, honesty mixed with peacemaking leads to soul integrity. I like to think of it this way. This comes from that book, Unglued, by Lisa Turkhurst. I like to think about it as a soul surrendered, is when we finally recognize that what we have in Christ, that we have a new life in Christ, and that what he made us is new. We have a new past, a new present, and a new future in Christ. We have his past, his present, and his future. And that is good news for us. And when our soul begins to surrender to him, and we get off of our throne, as I've talked about in the past, and we begin to make him the center of our lives, we see things in a new light And we see things with a different purpose and a greater purpose. We see things through his eyes and his purpose. And then we can begin to bless others. We can not only love him and worship him more clearly and deeply, but we can also love others, which which is, these are the two greatest commandments, love him and love others. And that's what this is all about. So experiencing that cross between honesty and peacemaking, not peacekeeping. Peacekeeping stuffs things. Peacekeeping holds things back. We're not about stuffing and internally processing. It's okay, it's okay to have a good mix of external processing and internal processing, as well as external expressing and internal suppressing. There's just a good balance between honesty and peacekeeping, peacemaking, excuse me, <laughs> honesty and peacemaking in your life that you will find. And that comes when your soul is surrendered, surrender to the one who made you who created you, who loves you, who's given you inheritance and eternal life, past, present, and future. And that, my friends, is good news. And that is a good way to finish the week. So if you're having conflict in your life with someone else, these are the things that you can utilize. These are the resources available to you that can can help you, pull you out of this situation. That plus a great deal of prayer and a great deal of dependence upon and surrender to your heavenly father who loves you very much. Well, that's it for me, friends. If you liked what we talked about this week, share about it in the Courageous Community at CourageousCommunity.com. Write a rating and review on iTunes. Give us a rating. We'd love to hear from you. And then download your free download of Who I Am in Christ at CourageousCommunity.com. Well, friends, that's it for me. I'm Eric Nordoff, and I'll be back with you again 
on another episode of CourageCast. Cast.